all the little Benedict Arnolds out there. <laughs> they just can't help themselves, can they? 21-year-old National Guardsman showing secrets off to his friends. Well, I don't know that I'd necessarily call him a Benedict Arnold, but he is a little asshole. And that was fucking stupid, moron. What'd you think you were doing? Big man, look at me. I got classifieds. Let me show them off. You fucking moron. You compromised national security with that stupid stunt of yours. Now, the FBI and the Justice Department, they're going to have to look, crawl up your friends' asses, too. Fuck yeah. They got to look at everybody you know or ever knew. Because as of right now, motherfucker, you're a traitor. And you're guilty of espionage until we say otherwise. Country full of all kinds of little Benedict Arnolds. Look at Jim Jordan. All the way back from his days as goddamn wrestling coach when he looked the other way. Pussy boy ain't gonna say nothing, nah, especially if it's a friend of the family or something. Yeah, you're a pile of shit, Jim Jordan. I knew you were gutless. Hired that PR firm to clean up your name after that incident, huh? You had to pay millions to get them to clean up your fucking reputation, you pile of shit. Well, hey, JJ, I'm going to cloud it up again a little bit if you don't mind, pussy. Jim Jordan appreciates nothing but manipulating and lying. Yeah, he's just another goddamn Benedict Arnold ready to sell out this country's institutions and this country for that fucking matter. Let me enlighten you a little bit. Ohio's a toxic waste dump because of Jordan. So is he back home cleaning it up? Fuck no, he's in New York defending his boyfriend. What do you call using the laws of Congress to go after a district attorney who's trying to prosecute a criminal who's violated American law? If it's a grand jury indictment, that's big leagues, folks. Trump's being deposed as we speak. Jim Jordan can't stop it, but pussy boy's doing everything he can. OJJ's doing everything he can to stop that investigation. So he's trying to discredit and corrupt the investigators. Trying to go after them personally, them and their families. That sound like the kind of fucking America you want to live in? You see, in normal society... Donald Trump would be tried no matter which way the verdict went. It was irrelevant. I'd guess that's when the investigation happened after the trial, not before it's even fucking happened, asshole. He is misusing American law to attack American investigators who are investigating criminals. Is that called corruption? You're fucking A right. And once again, these spoiled little fuckers, it's a direct violation of the Constitution. Like I said about Scripture, folks, God's Word, when I left the church, it's because I witnessed my own church, my home church, use Scripture to attack people. It was so blasphemous. I had never seen anything like it. But I knew I had to get the hell out of there, and it was not for me. God was for me. That church was not for me. And I ran, and I never went back. Anyone who uses Scripture to attack someone else is the opposite of Christian.
a fucking fact, folks. Make no fucking mistake about that. And don't you dare pollute and corrupt God's word with your fucking bullshit. I don't care who you are. Catholic, Baptist, it don't matter. Presbyterian, you shut your fucking mouth. God's word is absolute. Don't you dare use it to try to attack people like transgender kids. You're wrong. You're sinning major when you do it, asshole. And if you stand up on the pulpit and you preach it, you are misleading. You're a false prophet. You're a false fucking prophet, and I'll stand toe-to-toe with you anywhere, even in your own church if you'd like, and I'll set your congregation straight. People like Jim Jordan use the law to attack innocent people so he can protect guilty people. It's as simple as that. All these false flag committees, fake investigations, he's full of fucking shit. He's protecting the special interest of his goddamn boyfriend, Donald Trump, and the big plans him and Kevin McCarthy and all of them had in Ukraine before that damn Biden came in and fucked it up. He dared come in and protected a free people and is kicking the shit out of America's number one nemesis without firing a single shot, folks. Now, who's acting like an American president and who's acting like a little bitch Benedict Arnold? Ah! Yep, you found it. Stan the Joke Man Show. Just fucking listen to me. I am COVID man. And I'm here to save the day, Oklahoma. Who wants to wear a mask again? Who wants to have respiratory illnesses? Having a week's long stay at the hospital where you can breathe through a tube. <laughs> COVID man survives in Oklahoma. I wouldn't count on it, COVID man. What? It's vaccine man. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm not welcome here. I'm Mr. Vaccine Man. Tucker Carlson told you something different. Yeah, what do you think of that, Vaccine Man? It looks like they're on COVID man's side. They don't know what fucking side they're on. They're confused. Folks, please calm down. Can I talk to you? You know, I'm not here to hurt you, dumb shits. Would y'all just listen just for a second? You wouldn't be getting sick and going through all this shit if you'd quit listening to fucker Carlson and try listening to somebody that's goddamn educated. They've made their decision. Have fun, COVID man. And that's how come we have 1,300 new cases of COVID in Oklahoma. Hmm. Hey, Tetris. That's fun. Sucked ass at it. Centipede. Tetris. Was Tetris the one with the centipede? No. What was fucking Tetris? Oh, yeah, the one with the blocks. Basically, it was the earliest edition of fucking Candy Crush. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, the uh, creators of this game, Soviet-era 
software engineers, nice guys, I'm sure, Alexi and Hank, or Hank, I'll just call them Alex and Hank. Well, they said it was love at first sight. The men who created Tetris reflect on their bromance. I did not know this. Alex and Hank, they known each other for a long time. The men who created Tetris and the man who more or less sold it to the world met 34 years ago in a government office in Moscow. Later, they founded a company together to manage the rights to a creation, blah, 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 blah. Look, the game, their relationship, it all makes sense. You take three squares, you lay them flat, just put them together, okay? Now in the center square, stack five squares. Yeah. Now take that and stick it in a gaping hole. Ta-da! You got Tetris. I think they wrote a theme song. Jam that corner in the hole, then pull that corner out again. I don't want to put it in that hole. I'd rather put it in this one again. Slap him across his face with your column. I love playing Tetris. Slap him across his big fat ass with your Tetris column. Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. I am Stan the Joke Man. Okay, let's go ahead and get the break out of the way real quick. The show sponsor would be Fire Meds Cannabis right here in Henrietta and Stillwell. When we come back, I've got the headlines important to me and Dear Stan Letters. Let's get it on. The cleanest smoke you're ever going to find is the one that comes from weed grown in all natural living soil. And that's what you find at Fire Meds Cannabis, Stillwell, Henrietta, America. I love Firemeds Cannabis because I know the farm my weed is coming from. There's no freaking mysteries. And the best part about Firemeds is no matter how good the weed is, $5 a gram. That's right. Not kidding, folks. Firemeds is not only a family farm to pipe bud dispensary, but it's also the home of the $5 gram. Don't take my word for it. Go to leafly.com. L-E-A-F-L-Y.com. Check out Firemeds' entire menu. Place your order online. Pull up to the drive through window there in Henrietta, and they'll have your order ready for you. You don't even have to get out of the car. How about it, heavy kids? Home of the $5 gram, Fireman's Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. Welcome back to the Stand the Joke Man Show. Let's go ahead and take a look at the headlines important to me. Of course, an abortion pill manufacturer is uh, asking the Supreme Court, who is completely biased, slanted, and dishonorable. Um, they've asked them to please stop this goddamn madness. People interfering with fucking people's medical business. See, the pro- what they've done, it, it, they've done so sneaky. They've just attached abortion to it. And abortion is what it is all the fucking time in these people's brains. Really one-dimensional thinking fucking idiots. It has nothing to do with a woman's health. It has nothing to do with a, with, a, with a woman who wants to be a mom's health. They don't give a fuck. It, you're going to have a child their way. You're going to get pregnant their way. They're, they're just going to crawl all over your rights. And if things go wrong and you're fucking dying in that living room, they've already made the call. And you know who made it? A bunch of fucking fat old white guys and the dumbass brood mares who do exactly as daddy tells them. Yeah, that's what you are, bitch. 
Amy Kami Barrett. I'll tell you right now, that bitch has dishonored herself and women the world over. She's going to go down in history as the C-U-N-T. Yeah, that's all capital letters. I don't even like to use that word because it's so vile, but that's exactly what she is. She dishonored herself. She lied to get on that court so she could force her will on innocent people. She's so goddamn one-dimensional and small-minded, she blankets everything as just a child killing like a fucking moron. She's obviously never lost kids. She obviously never held her own child dead in her arms before. You people are fucking idiots. And this is going to blow back on you someday, maggots. You're not sharing an opinion. You're not having an opinion. You're trying to force your will where it doesn't belong. You think you have a place? No. That's a real quick way to get yourself killed. And like I said, all of these fat fucking Republican fuckers who did this, Scott Fettgetter, Mark Woman Mullen, James Lankford, all these motherfuckers, Stitt, there's a dad out there right now. He's either going to have a child die in the womb and the mom's going to die too because of those fuckers, or their child's going to die in a school because of those fuckers. Either way, that daddy's going to snap, and he's going to remember those names and those peoples, and he's going to come collecting. And then, only after then, will you see some fucking attitudes changed in this fucking idiot state. Kate Middleton has blocked Meghan Markle from King Chuck's Big Daddy Coronation. And of course, well, King Chuck has had to cock block Prince Andy from, you know, Camille. Stay away from her, boy. King Chuck drove out to uh, Frogmore in his pickup, you know, had words with Andy and said, I'll whip your fucking ass all over these palace grounds in front of everybody. Yeah, that'll be the one time we get to see them guards crack a smile, you piece of shit. Stick a bayonet up your ass. Uh-huh. Ah! Oh, Yankee, uh-huh. my winky. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Kelly Ripe and Reddy and Ryan Seacrest, I guess they got all, all emotional on their last live show. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you're fake goddamn crocodile tears and shit. You know what? I did, I used to do a show with a beautiful woman up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma named Carly Rush. And Carly and I, we did a show together for many years. And the first time we were ever on the air together just doing a show, it was just electric. We were perfect together. And the show was great. And then we got some management that came in and tried to fix shit that wasn't broken. And they came in and decided they were going to repair a number one show. And um, they ended up fucking it up, turning it upside down, firing everybody, including me. And eventually... I didn't even get a chance to, we didn't get a chance to say goodbye to our listeners. We didn't get a chance to explain nothing. It all boiled down to just two ambitious jack-offs that got too big for their britches. They came in, took a number one radio station, and fucking destroyed it. (laughs) (laughs) So consider yourself, Kelly Ripe and Reddy and Ryan C. Crap. At least you got to say goodbye. Quit bitching. California mom is uh, rallying against school's parental secrecy policy after daughter's gender transition. 
Well, if you're not going to be a parent, listen to your kids. What do you want your kids to do? Commit suicide? Run away from home? What? What? Okay? Listen to me, hardheads. If your children are trying to talk to you and there is something wrong, sometimes instead of marginalizing it, dismissing it, writing it off because you don't want to fuck with it, because it bothers you and scares you and the easiest thing to do is make the child live with it on their own, shame on you, asshole. Shame on you. That is not parenting. That's a coward running away from their own kid. That's right. That's exactly what it is. How dare you? You are all your child's got. You. If they can't count on you, who the fuck can they count on? Well, they get pretty intimate and close to the person who's given them the with the woman or man who's teaching them the skills they're going to need to survive as an adult. So they confide to teachers. They confide to counselors who are kind to them and listen to them because, yeah, that's what they're paid to do. Do you do you think, Mom, if we fucking paid you, you might listen to your kid a little bit? This runs along the same lines of a woman I knew who got molested by her own uncle. I knew a woman, she got molested by her own uncle as a little girl, okay? Now, her uncle was the brother of her mom. Now, her mom was married to a Vietnam War veteran, special forces man, a very honorable man, who would have sure as fuck killed that uncle had he known what that uncle did to his daughter. So when he got back from the war, he never knew about it, never heard about it, because that little girl's mama made that little girl stifle that pain, that trauma, that fear, and made her carry that with her all the way up into adulthood. That little girl was alone. She was abandoned by her own mom and her own family who would not listen to her cries. Just like these little transgender kids are being abandoned. And instead of listening, hardheads, you continue to double down on stupidity. It's just my opinion, but I think it's a bad idea for any woman younger than 50 to be a javelin coach in high school. That's right. 26-year-old female javelin coach working with that big long shaft. All them boys, little semis around her every fucking day. You're damn right she ended up screwing one of them. 26-year-old Pennsylvania javelin coach went to bed with one of her 17-year-old students. They're in love. Her ass is ready to go to jail, I guess. She don't give a shit. The victim told police he and the javelin coach were in a relationship that lasted until last October. Now, the woman has been charged with institutional sexual assault. What the fuck is that? Oh, I guess a school would be an institution. And sexual assault by a sports official. Hey, what kind of sentence are we looking at here, Johnny? Three first-degree felonies, Stan. That's right, Hannah Mark. You're going to enjoy three felonies in a luxury cottage here in San Quentin Housing Unit for female prisoners. And you're going to fuck up. Fuck up right. San Quentin Housing for female prisoners. First choice in convict housing. 
good thing, Hannah, is you haven't fucked up your future. Yeah, don't worry. That highly mature 17-year-old, he'll be out there waiting on you, I'm sure, and he probably won't fuck around. <laughs> Texas Republican lawmaker Michael McCall visited Taiwan yesterday. I commend him for that. We need to keep visiting Taiwan. China's throwing a shit fit, of course, and they decided to go ahead and sanction our congressman. We need to show absolute unity with Taiwan as we do Ukraine. I hope you folks see what's going on in the world right now. You realize if China gets hold of Taiwan, ah, those computers and phones and gaming software you love so fucking much, where do you think them chips come from, folks? Yeah, they come from Taiwan. That's why we're protecting Taiwan. China gets hold of Taiwan. They're not only going to take complete control of the computer chip market, but they are also going to spread their communist cockroach fungus all over the world. You see this good time that you're enjoying, this fucking never-ending party? It actually comes at a price. And that's how come we're parking ships in and around the South China Sea. China is being told no, as Russia is being told no. This is real-world shit, folks, and people are dying for it. People are willing to kill for it. Anyway, uh, Representative Michael McCall, he went over to uh, Taiwan to visit. His assets have now been frozen over there. I guess he can't get a visa to go to China. Well, whoop the fucking do I love these congressmen and everybody, you know, that has the guts to go over to Taiwan right in China's face. I love it. Folks, we're going to fight for Taiwan. You bet your fucking ass. Another Republican I have to commend for outstanding leadership, showing real leadership. And of all fucking people, it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders down there in Arkansas. I love the bill, excuse me, the law that she, I guess she signed a bill in the law yesterday. Um, From now on in Arkansas, Depending on the crime, you know, it's, I know violent crimes are included, but if you commit a violent crime, including molestation, rape, any stuff, you're going to serve all your fucking sentence from now on, fuckers. Yeah. You're going to serve the bulk of your fucking sentence. There ain't going to be no more good time early release. No. You're going to stay in fucking jail, prison, where you belong, mother. You see, steady britches and them, they could learn a lot from old Sarah Huckabee Sanders of all people. They can learn a lot, but the boys club are far too arrogant to ever listen to common sense, especially if it's coming from a woman. All right, folks, let's get into it. (laughs) It's time to check the mailbag. You got mail. You got mail. You got mail. I got crabs. Write me a letter. Hit me up at Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. Dear Stan... I'm a gay man. My husband and I have been together almost nine years, married less than one. Seven years ago, my mother-in-law decided I was no longer allowed to speak to her or her family. When my husband asked her why, she was unable to give him a clear answer, but insisted it has nothing to do with us being gay. Huh? I offered to write her a letter, but my husband doesn't think it'd be a good idea. My mother-in-law followed a similar pattern when my brother-in-law married his wife. When they had their first child, heterosexual couple... My mother-in-law's behavior did a 180, and she welcomed them back into the home. But when they got married, she kind of turned their back on them. Oh, 
Now that my husband and I are married, we've begun the process of adopting from the foster care system, and I assume my in-laws are going to want a relationship with their new grandchild, but I don't know. I'd value a relationship with my in-laws, but as things stand, I wouldn't want them around our future children. What can we do to improve the relationship before kids come into our lives? Don't, not a fucking thing. Don't you do nothing. Now, if you did something wrong, you know, it's helpful to find out what the fuck that is. Don't you adjust your life to accommodate somebody else ever. You keep on fucking being you. If you guys are in love and happy and building a life together, fucking A. You're an American married couple. And you're adopting a lonely child out there. I wish I could hug both of you and say thank you. Who gives a fuck what she thinks? She'll get over it. It could be just good old mama. It's mama hen. She's empty nester. Her baby's gone off. Her son, yeah, there's somebody else he's gravitated towards, and it hurts a little bit. Sure. He needs to go over and see his mom once in a while by himself. Yeah, just go over and visit. Sure, be good for both of you. Get away from each other. Give him a chance to go see mom, and trust me, there'll be times that you'll be coming along too. I wouldn't change a fucking thing. Dear Stan, at a party recently, I met a 20-something daughter of a friend of mine. Daughter is friendly, intelligent, really nice. I told my available 20-something-year-old son about my friend's daughter and offered to get the number for him. I said he could call the daughter if he was interested. I only suggested this to him, and he was outraged, insisted it was weird for his mom to fix him up. Was it weird for me to ask my friend about her daughter's availability and pass along her phone number? California mom. Well, California mom, I'll say this. It's weird for you to give him a phone number and for him to just blindly call somebody he's neither never seen nor met. I got a better fucking idea. How about you two parents kind of accidentally bump him into one another at an outdoor cafe or something and let nature take its course? If they're interested, they'll pull the trigger. Stay out of it. Dear Stan, I'm engaged to the love of my life. We've known each other since we were school age. We are now 50. It's going to be a second marriage for both of us. He's unaware that I have access to his Facebook account and can see that he looks up X about once a week. They've been divorced for three years. It bothers me, but I'm hesitant to say anything. Stay out of his fucking diary. What are you doing? What's your name? Perturbed in Texas? Well, well, you're an asshole too. Stay out of his fucking diary. People are allowed to have sentiments. People are allowed to even look fondly back at other people, even past relationships and memories. It's fucking normal. God damn, you're going to base your relationship on the fuck-up relationship he just had a few years ago? I don't think he's looking, no. If he's devoted to you, what are you worried about? I don't think he's looking back because he wants to go back. I think he's looking back because he's... (laughs) Like me, he's curious. You know what my wife of damn near 30 years and I love doing all the time? Oh, we don't do it all the time, but once in a while, you, you hear rumors, you hear stories. We, we love getting on the old mugshot website and looking at the mugshots of all of our exes. We get off on that shit. We laugh about it. Goddamn pockmarked. Fucked up faces. I swear to God, when I was banging her, she looked better than that. Yeah. Wow. 
I really was an upgrade, honey. That's hard to fucking believe, but I think I was an upgrade for you, baby. <laughs> if anything, it goddamn strengthens our relationship. <laughs> Lighten the fuck up and stay out of people's goddamn diaries and personal business. If you don't want to get hurt, don't look in somebody's mind, asshole. I had one ex-girlfriend who was in, excuse me, I had two ex-girlfriends who were in Hustler. Hustler, yeah, the fucking magazine, Larry Flint magazine, yeah. One of them called me up (laughs) in like October. Do you get Hustler? Why would I? I mean, I did when I was a kid, but not anymore. Get the December issue. I went and I got it. Sure as shit. There was Julie. I don't remember her ass looking that remarkable, but... (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up with the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. This is a product of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studio here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Pandora, and all that other stuff. Folks, I really hope the weather is halfway pleasant where you are. Get out there and barbecue, take a walk in the park, live a little bit. It is springtime. I don't give a damn where you are on this planet. Live. And when I say live, I mean you live your fucking life. And fuck everybody else. Burn it solid. See you Monday. Bye, Camille. Shake your pants, take a chance. Come on and dance, guys. Grab a 
Everybody over there, the crowd is live and I will fool this fool. Party people in the house, move. 